BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, let me uh, ask Chad a quick question. Chad. That is me. Okay, that is you, Chad, and like the ITV is not working, they say in the chat room. They're full of it. Okay. Let's get them and <laughs> beat Actually, I don't them see it either, but that's death. okay. Okay, so what's up, everybody? We- if you're not watching us, I'm off the air because I don't do radio, baby. Oh, yeah, right. So wow. we want to introduce our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Who only does television, who's famous for television, radio, what's that? Something my mother listened to. I don't listen to her. Radio. Anyway, everybody, if you can listen to us on your cell phones, it would be nice. And you can. Yeah. By getting the W4CY app right. on iTunes, That's and right. you can listen and to you us can... right now on your phone. Any, or any kind of media, anything, get two cans, put a string together, and you can see and hear us. That's not true, so please don't try that. Um, today's show is going to be fun, I think, I hope. I want it to be. I was in a bitchy mood all day. Did I have a day of days? Where I live, we have people that are not nice. They're really not nice. I've been nice to them and polite to them. Now I want to beat the shit out of them and shoot them in the eyes and then cut their heads off and bury their heads in the woods and throw battery acid on top of their heads so they dissolve. This is how I really feel about them. Um, (laughs) They have a dog that they leave loose. Now, as you all know, you've been following me with my Shazam, who's wonderful. And in the short time that Shazam has been with us, he's really turned around and become a loving dog, an obedient dog. We're able to kiss and love all that meanness out of him that he was taught when he was a fighter dog in Florida. 
But still, instinctively, it's in him. And this German shepherd comes over to annoy whoever, and Shazam is protective, and he goes for him. Now, if this dog, if my dog bites this dog, they will put Shazam down. They will kill my dog because my dog attacked their dog, even though their dog was off the leash. What do you do about this? Well, you call the management way of the of the buildings that you live in, and they are supposed to do something about it. Well, I've spoke to them at great length, and they said they have fined them. They have sent them notices. These people just refuse to agree or to abide by the law of the land and leash their dog. I don't know what to do. Thankfully, we're moving, so the problem will be for the next people that come here. Unfortunately, it's a legacy I leave them. Um, so, you know, these management people, ugh, I've dealt with them in Florida, the kamikazes we call them, or the, the Nazis, the Gestapos, these people that manage these buildings that, you can't do this, you can't do that, don't spit, don't stand, don't breathe, don't shit, don't fart, don't do anything, just make believe you live there. Well, you can't do that because it's not realistic. I decided to, they don't even give you a phone number, you can't even go visit them because they don't want you knocking them in the face. I guess many people have gone there forward and beat them up over issues where they had to remove things that they've done to their property without getting permission. So I have an attitude, and you know me, I can get real bitchy when I want. Absolutely. And I left a message on this tomato's phone. I said, darling, if I don't hear from you before my show at 3 o'clock, I intend to discuss your management on the air and tell them how crappy you are, how horrible you are, and that no one should ever buy a home from your realty. And you know we go out to, Jimmy, how many million? Well, we're broadcast to like 50 million. About 50 million people get us. We're on iHeartRadio. I mean, we're all over the place. Plus, Jimmy's got 2 million Twitter followers. All Jimmy had to do was throw it on Twitter, and we would have put these people out of business. I mean, nobody would even want to know them after we got through with them because I was on fire. I was going to get that bitch, whoever she is, that I send letters to. I was going to get her. Good. Guess what? She's coming in my house. Yeah, I love her. She's the best. <laughs> I fell in love with somebody new, folks. She is probably the most delicious person I have met in a long time in the Northeast. She should be in California because she's got sunshine just like California. I'm going to give you her name. And she's a wop to a ginzo like me. Her name is Laura Santangelo. And she is the assistant uh, community manager for Daniela realty and management company sounds like it's a front for mafia don't you think don't you think it's like make believe there i'm sure they love that <laughs> no I think it's, really, it's really mafia owned and controlled and they throw these you know wapos in there <clears throat> and to make it look normal and nice anyway she's delightful and so nice started off a little on the rough side because i wanted to kill her because i said to her why isn't anything being done about this dog I mean, my Deirdre has fought with them. Everybody has fought with them. The neighbor, a cop around the corner moved away because he couldn't deal with them anymore. These people are horrid, horrible people. And I don't say that about anybody. In that. Oh my, and you all out there know that. I'm totally positive. I despise negativity of any kind. I don't want negative in my life. Anyway, I think I have found my Wonder Woman, my heroina. I think she's going to do something about it something really major about it. 
so that the couple of months that I'm left living here will be polite, happy, nice ones. Anyway, I've made a new friend. She's really delightful. I wonder what she looks like. She sounds like a piece of ass. I got to tell you. No, she sounds hot. This one sounds like she got big boobs, a big ass, a little waist, and sexy. She looks like she sounds bouncy. She's not scrawny and skinny. She's like a nice, zoftic, bouncy broad. Hey, Laura, I hope you're having a good day. <laughs> and I think she's got long red hair or auburn hair, very long and full, and she's beautiful. I, I, she asked, if she's not beautiful, I'll cry because she sounds so beautiful. Anyway, enough about my new buddy, Laura. Now let's see if she does anything about it because if she doesn't, well, the next conversation about Laura is going to be totally different from this one. <laughs> As you all out there know, I will rip it to shit. I will say she's short, fat, and ugly and has three eyes and four hands. And I doubt that. Anyway, um, Jimmy and I are very upset. We went to the movies and we couldn't sneak into another movie. They've got a system where you, you, you get tickets or something. And what, what was I it? forgot what happened with that. I forgot what happened also. We were so upset by it. I thought we just didn't want to go see a second no, movie. No, 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 no. I wanted to go see, what's her name? The, 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 the one with the, what, she's a cop, a mafia. What is she? The fat girl. I know, the fat girl, yeah. What's her name? The one where the boss. The boss I wanted to sneak into. I wouldn't pay for it. I'd sneak into it. <laughs> and we couldn't because of some system they have in this movie theater and i wanted to remember what theater is to tell all of you don't go because you can't sneak in what's the point what's the fun of going to the movies if listen you don't to him chad well listen how many i'd like to know how many millions of you out there can do and are sneaking into a second movie with tickets at 14 dollars a piece for a friggin movie two people two tickets popcorn soda you just blew 50 bucks to go see a crapperoo that you could wait until it comes on television please give me a break so i'm in the business i know what garbage they make so anyway we got to give some shout outs though yes we're going to do shout outs now so i turn it over to jimmy uh, first of all chad hey chad chad wake up chad where did chad go can you guys hear us <laughs> <laughs> Are we on the air? Is this show happening? Yeah, it's happening because everybody's listening and making comments in the in the chat room. So Somebody in the chat honest. room, say yes, we see and hear you. They're, no, they can hear us because they say it's No, I want to see see and hear you. No, they, they're saying it. Uh, Who are they saying yes. it? I don't see it. Oh, Chad's in the bathroom is what Ginger says, but she wouldn't know that. What's Chad, up, everybody? All right, so let's give a shout out to the chat room. What's up? Chad's got to stop with to, that Mexican food. The beautiful, because I'm the runs. Okay, the beautiful Chad. goddess. Hello, hello, goddess. I want a special thanks to uh, Cindy Lady Lake for doing all the tweets before the show with the Jimmy Star Show hashtag. She's fabulous and awesome. Um, we want to give a shout out to Irish Ginger. She's from the Irish Ginger Show Fridays at 4 p.m. on W4CY. We got we got Charlie on the on the. Uh, uh, we have Brian Storm, the musician Brian Storm, in the chat room. Uh, we got Rebel, Guest Chase. I don't know who that is. Um, anyway, everybody out. Dave from Stars Now UK. There's a whole bunch of people in the chat room. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hope everybody's doing good. Uh, we got Guest Terrence. I don't know who uh, peeping Chad is. Chad. Chad's peeping Chad. Hey, Chad, you're back. Oh, before I forget, I want to thank my fans so much for your thousands of emails that I, I can't get to because my email thing is exploding. And I want to just tell you people in Russia... I don't speak Russian. So when you send me an email and it's all in Russian, I have to dissolve it because I don't have I have no idea you could you have to hit the translator button and it'll translate. What translator? It. I, don't know, I think there's a translator button. 
Oh, frig that. I, and that's something new to learn. So I, you could be cursing me out and, and wishing me to drop dead. I wouldn't know it. But please, if you can translate it in English, I'd love to hear from you. Russia, it would be fun. I, I mean, all my, I have all the other foreign countries that send me little hellos and crazy shit, but they translate it with the translator. <laughs> Chad. I, I can't translate I, it. I captain. No, I have Chinese core. Korean, Vietnamese. Okay, hang on. I'm trying to resolve a potential problem. Uh, Yes, sir. Okay, so the ITV is not working. Will Uh, I still be able to see the people when they Skype in? Uh, If the rest of the people can't see them, will we be able to see them? Well, it should show up on your Skype screen. Okay. Even though we're going through you. But but the ITV is still not working, they say? No, it says the channel is offline. I'm on it. I'm on ITV on another computer. I hate Skype. really do. And so Skype. that has nothing to do with Skype. Yeah, it's different. Well, Skype is the one that's delivering. No, Where it's are not. they? It has something to do with the ITV at the radio station. Oh, it's that Chad person. <laughs> hey, me. I, I don't pay the bills around here. Well, you better <laughs> collect tell the money around here. Dick of a boss of yours, Mr. Yeah, Dick, right. Mr. Dickhead, that I said he better clean up our act or we're going to move on to CBS, NBC, or <laughs> any of the greater <laughs> right, radio right. stations. Then WC, what is it, W4YC? I, I WYC4C. I mean, anything. It says internal server area error. Jack. Oh, internal server. Oh, my God, your internal is serving wrong. Okay, oh. but I'll still be able to see them, right? Yeah, but they can't see us now. Uh, I'm not worried about that. Cause I love off. our chat room. I love our chat room, too, but there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, they can't see my nice jacket. It's okay, he looks fabulous today, you guys, yeah, by I the look way. Good today. I got for Laura, because in case Laura looked in, I wanted her to see me for the first time looking dashing, dashing, dashing. She can't see you anyway, so what's up? All right, everybody. So oh, yeah, so- I see the internal server error now too. So maybe that that's not probably us. It's probably the the actual server from the company we go through. Okay, maybe what they're the maybe they're down. <clears throat> what an internal server? Yeah, everyone needs a server in order to run their business on internet. You know, like a internet radio needs a server. You know, YouTube needs a server. Facebook needs a server. Yeah, he won't get it. You don't get it. No, I don't get it. No, serve, grab it. I would say serve this. Yes, you would, and it wouldn't really. <laughs> Forty love, serve it Tell to me, Ron. <laughs> when I was on real television, you know, like big television, CBS, NBC, ABC was on time one a cable i hadn't any of these problems because we had technicians you weren't live <laughs> that knew what they were doing yes you sir. Weren't live. was i live no i wasn't live. i wasn't paid. live i was i was totally different it's like being in a play compared to being in a movie my where you my, my, my legendary stars would not go live because they didn't trust me what are you crazy you think any of those stars would trust me the questions i asked them oh Please. That's funny. I asked them questions that they used to faint, and and we'd have to tape over. They'd say, oh, no, I'm not going to answer that. I'd say, oh, yes, you are. Otherwise, you're not going to be on the show. (laughs) You got to love it. So, you guys, we have a fun show today. Um, Hopefully, everything's going to, like, work out well. And um, they're talking about you having to dig. That's funny. Uh, uh, We've got E.G. Daly coming on. You guys know her from, actually, if you have children, every one of your children is like in love with her because she voices the most popular cartoon character in the world. And if you're like our age and you're from the 80s, you remember her from things like Valley Girl and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And she's got a new movie coming out called Mothers and Daughters with Susan Sarandon and all kinds of super huge stars. And so we're going to be talking with her. And and after that, we're going to be having uh, Jesse Blaze Snyder come on. And look at there she is. Hello. Hello. Hi. 
Oh, another beautiful okay, so, one. So we're going to do a new intro. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, put your video her. back. Put your video back. You look different. Why? Oh, hang on. Hang on. We have to get the video to come back. I don't know what happened to it. We're having there difficult we go. Okay. It's a difficult day, I could tell. All right. So here's what we're going to do, E.G., because we have to have a great intro for our television show. So I'm going to reintroduce yeah. you to everybody right okay. now. You look absolutely gorgeous. So hold on one second. She's a pretty one. Look at her. Oh, thanks, you guys. All right. Okay, everybody. We want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show super talented actress, voiceover actor, singer. She's practically like a MILF. She's so hot. Anyway, uh, we've got E.G. Daly, and she's fabulous, and we love her. We want to welcome you to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. I mean, I'm practically like a MILF. Okay, you are a MILF. I just didn't. I, I kind of. I wasn't planning on saying that, so it came out, and you're like totally smoking hot. So you are a MILF. Actually, oh, that's I, so the cute. reason I was thinking it is that maybe you're not quite old enough to be a MILF, and so that way. <laughs> oh yes, I am proud of it. <laughs> All right, well, let me introduce everybody. This is our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. How are you? Yeah, nice to have you on our show. I used nice to, to have me. I what? I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm an adult. And I watched Pee Wee Herman, and I watched his thing on Broadway. I absolutely love the man. I think he's a brilliant talent. I think he's a fabulous person. And I think he was so wronged by the press and the media that I'm ashamed to say that I'm media. Yeah, I know. I agree. It was personal and private should be left alone we all march to a different drama let it be quiet to ruin someone's career in order to get a headline you should drop dead yeah it was not so good it was not fair and it was really nobody's business so yeah but the good news is that he's it was what he does, the happiness he brings to children, how could you deny that because of something that's personal? It's hideous. Absolutely hideous. Yeah. I'm happy to say that. Hold on. we got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, too, Mr. Chad Murphy. E.G. Daly. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Chad. How's it going? It's good. Great to have you. Where's your camera? Oh, he doesn't have one. Pay he no attention like to the man behind the screen. And we also have we also have a uh, a chat room full of people. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hey, hi guys. There How's you it go. Going? Yeah. yeah. Make sure I you look- guys are following me on at Real EG Daily on Instagram and Vine Real EG Daily and Twitter Real EG Daily. It's fun, and oh. I say hi to people, and we we connect, and it'll be fun. So say hi to me there. Are you on Periscope too? Um, I haven't started doing it yet because I I have so I'm so busy that. Um, but um, Tara Strong and I just did a whole uh, Periscope thing last night. We had tons of uh, people watching. It was super fun. So every once in a while, I'll jump on with her. But I'll get to that. Right now, I'm happy with my Vines. I do some fun Vines. And I'm happy with my Instagram. So, yeah. I started following you on Instagram yesterday. And I will follow you on Vine because I'm on, I'm on all of those things, too. It's a lot of fun. But, but uh, before, we, before, before we, start- we go, I want to ask her a question before we lose it. If Pee Wee asked you to come on for a guest shot, would you? Oh, yeah, of course. And we will. We will do stuff together again. We, we're good friends, and I totally am a big supporter of him, and he's a big supporter of me. So, yeah, for sure. And I'm a big supporter of the both of you. Thank you. Absolutely, because I, I want to see that man given everything he deserves, but he truly deserves. He has a new movie that's out, and he's doing well with it. 
You know what? I think we're going to invite him on the show. There's a new Pee Wee movie out. I love Pee Wee. It's on Netflix. Let's invite him on the show. We could do that. Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. On Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So, okay, so here's what I want to do uh, because I know you have a new movie coming out. We want to talk about it, but in general, I want to talk just a little bit. Uh, I didn't realize that you were like, like basically like king shit voiceover actor in Hollywood and that you've voiced, you know, ma- almost every major character ever. Uh, I'm a huge voice fan. And so when I saw you come on The Voice, I was like, oh my gosh, that's E.G. Daly. I'm so excited, you know, and like so you were on The Voice. And, and, but I didn't know you did all the voices. Yeah, actress, and um, and so I was so excited that you got on the Voice and you were on Team Blake, and and I don't think you should have been eliminated. So like props. Uh, to you. It's okay, everything is was perfect. I got a beautiful amount of exposure on that show, and people got to realize that I was the same woman who does like Dottie and Pee Wee, and I was the same woman who does Tommy Pickles, and and now I was singing with this singing voice, and people got to know the singer person in me. So it was like a really perfect. It was just perfect. Being on The Voice for the, even the amount of time was perfect. And also because I'm a mom, so I had to leave my daughter for a bit of time while I was filming. So it kind of worked out well, and it was probably better for my daughter that I didn't stay sequestered away for too long from her because she was at that teenage age, and she kind of needed me. So it was all good. Oh, well, that was Wait, a pee we used to call her. Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> I'm Daddy. That's Daddy. Right. Okay, so Sorry. I actually, because uh, I, I, I like to talk about, basically like in the show, like I like to just bring up all the things that I think are like were really cool before we talk about what you're doing now. Um, I was a huge uh, a Valley Girl fan and Say It, Say It, Say It, Say It. Like I, I listen to it like all the time, even now, like it comes on my rotation on my my my, my iPad all the time. And we're going to actually play the, the video for it later on today so everybody can like see it again. I'm uh, actually playing that song. I'm doing a... I'm headlining the Whiskey A Go Go in in Los Angeles on the Sunset Strip, July 11th, and I'm headlining with Missing Persons, and I'm going to play all those hit songs from the 80s. Is it July? Is it what date did you say? July 22nd. I'm going to go on. uh, I think it's nine o'clock, but Uh, I'm going to go on first, and then me and all my friends are going to stay and watch Missing Persons. So it's going to be like a total 80s night. And actually, I love the promo that they did for that. That's that's circulating the internet for that. It looks fantastic. And yeah, that was the Booker. The Booker is such a sweetheart. Yeah, he's he does all that. Well, I, I wish we were there. We're 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 back by we're in L.A. next week. Yeah, we're coming next week. To and LA. I wish we were there. We would come to visit you guys and yeah. meet you. But we want everybody to go see. Cause I love you guys. At? Where are you at? We're right in Pennsylvania. Now, right now, we're out of Pennsylvania, up from Florida, and are edging our way back home to California. We'll be in California, uh, hopefully, in a couple of months. How many? How many? Play, how many people does your 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 show reach? Like, how many people over time period? Fifty million. Well, we're, we're broadcast everywhere, so we're actually yeah. um, we're on. Well, first of all, for the we're video, the number one video. Hey, let me talk because you don't know the numbers. Let me tell oh, her. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we're married. We're married. We're a gay married couple. So we, we're bitter, we bicker all we're the time, allowed. just so you know. Everybody you know loves it us. when we fight. Because you know what I call it when he yells at me and preaches to me? He's not nagging. He's, what's it called? Fagnag. Fagnag, I call him. <laughs> and when I call him Fagnag. I love you guys. No, when I so, say Fagnag, the room goes crazy. So the, here's the, what the it is, room. though. They okay. go nuts. We have our own. Well, we're, first of all, we're on iHeartRadio, Audio Boom, Stitcher, iTunes, on all the different things, and we're syndicated on seven all stations over. worldwide. Um, we, get, we, we average, um, I don't know how many live listeners there are. There's you know, yeah. several million, but we get two million plays on SoundCloud every week. And we're all over the world. And then we're also well, on. I was, I'm hoping to see a lot more Twitter followers. and yes, we need to get to, Absolutely. I'm really hoping, daily, 
awesome. Lots of Twitter followers. And then we have uh, Jimmy's got over 2 million. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. I, I started following you and retweeting stuff for you. Anytime you tag me at the end of tweets, I'll retweet it to everybody and it'll go to a million people. Yeah, I have to make sure we do that before I get off the phone. I'll, I'll pull you up and make I'm sure. At, I'm yeah, I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star on Twitter. But I am um, also, we have our own Roku television channel and it's uh -huh. on Roku television. So if you have a and Roku. And you'll be on Roku. If you, uh, yeah, so we edit the videos and put it on Roku and then it's actually on TV and it's in, we're, we're in seven major countries. So like we get a lot of views. Right. And I'm on Twitter. Yeah, That's awesome. He's on I'm Twitter, on Twitter. So. You're on Twitter? I like that. <laughs> That's really good. You're funny. That's after you twit, you twat. <laughs> you got it. After like you that. tweet, you twat. So, and from my own heart. That's I great. started that Twitter stuff, and now it's all over the country. I see so many people doing, uh, don't, don't twat me, I won't be home. Yeah, it's Listen cute. So well, we it's wanna... about time they did something to the word other than what it used to mean. Now it means something fun. <laughs> That I was love it. You gotta right? love it. So. I, I cleaned up a word. Okay, so you guys. Yeah, you. Now we're good. Oh uh, yes, good. That that's that's Lady Lake. Follow her too. She she's the best promoter on on Twitter. Right. Lady tweeted oh, that. It's not actually me. That's someone who's promoting the show. Uh, I can't wait to get to and talk like, about your you. movie because uh, I, I want. I got a lot of questions about. So your actually, movie. too, like because you've done a bunch of stuff with people who've been on the show. Uh, but let's go back. Okay, so everybody needs to see Valley Girl if you haven't seen it. It's fantastic. Everybody has to get her music. And the, the first big hit that she had was Say It, Say It. It's the greatest song. It's so much fun. It's like a dance song. You will love it. It's fantastic. So everybody, yeah. But she's got, and I didn't even know you had all these albums. If you guys go on iTunes and look up EG Daily, she's got one, two, three, four, five, four albums and a bunch of zillion singles um, that you can go on and get. So download all her albums. The first one's called Wild Child. That's the one that I... Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So that's the one where I like found out who you were and heard Say yeah. It, Say It. Freaking yeah. Like then she was Dottie, you guys, in Pee Wee's Dottie, Big Adventure. Dottie, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and it's a great movie, and I th and I'm so happy that Pee Wee's back with a new movie. So I think it's fantastic. Then I didn't know you. Okay, so I'm a big horror. How do you say horror? Horror. 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 I I, I'm no, a say horror. Horror. I'm a huge horror movie fan, and. Yeah. Um, and I, I used to be a celebrity clothing designer and I've dressed all, like all, everybody, like Malcolm McDowell's a friend of mine. Like all the, all the people. Before. She doesn't love that. She, oh, I don't know that. That's awesome. So oh, she'll go on IMBD. No, I, I want her. I'm talking about something that she's doing cause she, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan and, and most of the people that have been in his movies have been on our show at one time or another. And yeah. I saw, I didn't know that you were in the devil's rejects. Like, I don't know which one you were. So now I have to go back and actually see it. Um, yeah, and, that, and now I'm in the new one, which is coming out in September called 31. And, and I and play you, a character named Sexhead, which is so cool. I can't but, wait. I'm like so excited. When I went on IMDb today to like take little notes, I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited yeah. that another Rob Zombie movie. And, and uh, it's fantastic. And, and I've never actually met Rob Zombie, but I would imagine being in his movies is just fantastic. So, so kudos and congrats on that. And you did another movie. Um, that's going to be coming out called The Unlikelies because it said 2016. And, I, and I'm friends with Leo Rossi, and Lou Tempo's been on the show several times. Oh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine, Lou. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And he's, he's, a, not, he's not in this new one, but he's, in all, he's done a ton of Rob movies. Yeah, which is, like, super cool, and I, like, freaking, like, love it. So then... Uh, so then you're a, you're a voiceover actress and you do like voiceover stuff for everybody. So you've got, uh, I, I made some notes, but Curious George, Julius Jr., Marvel's Avengers Assemble, Powerpuff Girls, Tommy. Yes. Tommy, I mean, that's got to be like the biggest one. Tommy from Rugrats. Everybody like knows that. Powerpuff Girls pretty big. 
Happy Feet 1 and 2, Skylanders, Big Pig, Babe Pig in the City. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the voice thing from the acting thing at the beginning. Were you always good at the voices? Well, you know, the voicing was something that I didn't realize I was good at, but because I sang and I did a lot of acting, I was able to be very creative with my voice, but I noticed really young that I could imitate things. So very young, I started imitating babies and children's voices, like I could mix them exactly. And then one day, so when I was a little girl, I would walk around school and do like, oh, my mom would be like some water. So I would just imitate their little speech patterns. And the next thing you know, I'm an adult and some guy hears me do a, I'm in a play and I'm doing all these different voices in the play. And some guy goes, you're really good with your voice, you should do voiceover. And the next thing you know, I go on this audition and I started doing voiceovers, but I started doing, Tommy Pickles was the voice that I did when I was a little girl. That was the voice I'd been walking around doing my whole life. So it was like, it was a crazy turn of events, but then my voiceover career just blew up and it wasn't something that I planned. It was just a weird thing. What was your initial question? Because I went off. How do you let, let, well, I want to, he wants to hear Tommy Pickles. I want to hear Tommy Pickles. Uh, so Tommy Pickles would have a conversation with you just like this. He would say, I really like your white hair. It reminds me of snow. <laughs> and I really like snowmen, so I guess I really like you. You know, that's Tommy. You're beyond fabulous. I think that I'm so excited because I didn't You're know really you did You're really good. All, I, I really, literally, if I wouldn't have seen you on The Voice, I wouldn't have known you did all that. And I would have been like, you know, she's like this super talent. But now you're not like a super talent. You're like a super, super talent. And what's nice is you get gay coin for this. You make a I lot. Love it. You know that I have a really big gay following from years because I did every gay pride festival with my singles like Love in the Shadows and My Never Matter. And every gay pride festival across the country I used to headline in. For years, I that was my favorite. My favorite times were doing clubs. I mean, I did Key Wests, I did like tranny bars, and I did like every Pride, Gay Pride. I'm all West Hollywood. Weho is right near where I live. The Palm and, Springs bars. Uh, I've done a bunch of shows in Palm Springs. I don't think I did the white parties or any of that, but I did a lot of. I've done shows all over, and to me, like my gay community, and I, you know, I have to say, most of my friends are gay, and. You know, at my whole life is, you know, my friends, my support team, the gay community has been so there for me and I'm so there for them for everything. I've done so many different events because it's my tribe. It's a lot of my tribe, you know. We have, a, we have a big gay following and they listen to us every week. So now that word's going to spread like wildfire. I know. The gay community knows I love, it's my posse. That's my team. Like all my friends are gay. I, you know, well, me, I've played the field. It's like I'm all about... I just, I'm so, yeah, it's just, I have to say, look, no matter what happened in my career, my gay community has always been there for me. Even when my records weren't huge and popular, they, they you know, the, one, the one tribe that kept calling me was my gay community and they were always just with their arms open. And when I do a show in Los Angeles, you probably say like 60% is the gay community because they're my tribe. It's my tribe. You know, they're always there for me. So I have so much love for the, the community. So many great legends of Hollywood, the, the, the names that you remember from the 1940s. Yeah. The ones that survived had gay uh, support. Without gay support in our business, you're doomed. There are yeah. actors out there who have bashed gay people. One namely, yeah. no, I can't think of him. The one we don't want to say him anyway. I want to say him because I don't like him. I'm allowed. <laughs> the one from Long you Island, like, oh. Bill, oh, the, the brothers. Oh, you don't like Adam Ball Alec Baldwin. He doesn't Alec, like Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Oh. The gay community despises him, and even people that work in the business despise him. The gay ones. You don't make enemies with gay people if you're in show business. Oh, that's Big that's nice. Yeah. 
Well, it's just, you know, honestly, what it does show, it shows a lack of, um, uh, a lack of humanity. Because what are we? We're all just people who love each other, right? That's what we are. Everybody, children are, yeah, little babies are bisexual. Everybody has that sexuality about them. Everybody has that nature. But there's a certain people that are a lot more conservative and they maybe don't have that kind of uh, humanity understanding that we're all just people who love each other, period. That's how, I mean, if the world were really honest with everybody, everybody is bisexual, in my opinion. If everybody were really truly honest with themselves, everybody loves everybody. We all love each other. That's my opinion. I love everybody. I've been there. I've been on both sides of the fence. I love girls. I love women. I love men. I just think it's beautiful, you know, and so I think it's a little bit more evolved. You have to be a little more evolved and a little less conservative. To- I, you know, I, I think, as a MILF, you have a ton of people that are just like I, dying I think, now. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I think that you and I have the same idea. I express it differently. I was married for 16 years to a woman, a very beautiful woman, a famous woman. And people say to me, what made you not be married to her and now be with Jimmy? I said, well, that marriage ended for other reasons, not gayness. That had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I fell in love with her because I fell in love with the person. Yeah. I didn't fall in love right. with a twat. You know, I didn't go looking between Yeah, them. body, it's the person. Thing with Jimmy. I love Jimmy because Jimmy's Jimmy. If Jimmy yeah. had a, a pussy, I would love him just the same. <laughs> I, I kept telling him to have one put on. Jimmy, go have a no, pussy put no, in. No, so have a pussy. Right? We're humans. You're going to love what you, who and what you love. You, that's Spoke it. With the person, not the sexuality, folks. Right. It's the person. And, you know, some people prefer, and honestly, some people prefer men's anatomy to a female's anatomy. And some people, um, honestly, I feel like historically people were raised in a way where it was like, only be with the woman or only be with the man. And it's like, the truth is, you know, if people weren't raised with such cultural, really strong opinions, they probably would be more exploring in their lives and probably have more fun in their life too. That's my opinion. But, but, you know. No, I agree. It's religion. Religion is the basis to all of it. The problems that we gay people have today do not come from non-religious heterosexuals. It comes from these crazy religious rightist groups who who think that they can control the lives of others, which is right. It's very old. It's a lot of old thinking, and it's a lot of like following and not listening to your own heart. And my motto in my life is, you know, I did a whole one-woman show on this. It's called "Listen Closely." You guys can go get it on Amazon. Amazon Amazon.com, by the way I have a digital download of a voiceover seminar that teaches so many incredible trips tricks and tools and practical things if you want to get a voiceover and listen closely my one woman show on Amazon is all about listening to your inner voice and how when you listen to your inner voice you're living a much more beautiful life like if you were to really not listen to all the things outside you the ways you were raised like culturally religious wise saying don't do that that is the devil you know I did a section in my play about bisexuality and homosexuality and the one woman show listen closely and I did a section in the play about how you know um going you know how what did I say something like uh yeah the bible says fornication is a sin uh or something I talk about all this thing well um yeah, you know, I don't know. I just talk about what I like, and how could it be a sin if I like it? You know, whatever. You know, I, don't know, I just talk about all kinds of stuff. And I said, well, well, then praise God and go down. You know, I don't know. I just talk about all this sexuality stuff because the truth is, if you know, I was kind of raised where I didn't really have that, and so I really kind of got to make my own decisions about things. And I feel bad 
for people that can't feel their own intuition about what really feels right for them. I mean, there are people walking around married with children that are clearly wanting to be with somebody of their own sex, and they, they won't let themselves have their truth, and it's a very hard way to live. And then you wonder why people are depressed and on anxiety medicines. and stuff. Unhappy. Unhappy is the word. They're not happy because they're not following their bliss. You my, know, parents, yeah. my parents were not religious at all. My father yelled at me one time because I went to Sunday school with friends to get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like the rest of the children. My yes. father said, there is no such thing, blah, 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 blah. Now, my sister's a born-again Christian, and she's That's uptight. Mine. She lives a tight life. She's not happy. I'm yes. gay, not religious at all, and I'm totally happy, free, and, and easy. So yeah. it's just supposed to show you, get rid of the shackles of youth. What, what what worked in 1950, 60, and 70 does yeah, not work well, today. Yeah, you got to get today. You got to update. Yeah, we got to update. I mean, thank God, you know, there's all the the same sex marriage has been been being yay. Thank God for all that. But there's a lot there's a lot of growing to do still, and a lot of it has to do with the people that were raised in those weird. North Carolina. Look at North Carolina. You know yeah. what they're doing in North Carolina? Well, they're not letting people use. Oh, they gave people you know, no rights at all in North Carolina. Yeah. Going to get you're talking about the restroom thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you, the they, they don't have to serve us in a restaurant. They don't have to give us you're hotel. You can be fired just because Nothing. you're gay. Yeah, um, you're not allowed. But it's to all going to get rights. repealed. It's going to get. It's not going to last. Oh, it's not going to last because it's it's not the truth, and the truth rises, and that's not the truth of how we treat human beings in life. That's not what God wants for each other. Movie companies are leaving North yeah. Carolina. They're not filming there. How many yeah. celebrities canceled rock shows yeah, like and, and events? Canceled his show. Because we're way beyond that. We're way more involved than that. It's not okay anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not crazy. It's crazy. Let's get back to you now. Sexuality in general. Sexuality in general is so um, shunned in a way. Just in general, and that's why I'm glad I live in in LA. I mean, I have a practice called orgasmic meditation that I do. Go figure. It's about orgasm, and it's it's so out there. People can check it out. Go to onetaste.us, and it's a crazy practice, but it's beautiful, and it has to do with orgasm and living your life, an orgasm-based life where you're like really listening to your body about what feels great and following that lead. Those are the breadcrumbs that will lead you to a happy life. Like Following it makes you happy. Like The other day, I was kind of sleepy, right? I was kind of tired, and I was like, why am I so tired? And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to go to sleep. I, don't, I had no... Life in me that day, and I realized why I was tired was because somebody said something that wasn't true, and there was a little piece of me that believed it, and that little piece of me was, um, that little piece of me thought, oh, maybe they're right, I shouldn't try to do that thing that really makes me happy, because maybe that's wrong, because to them, they had this idea about it that it was, I was too old to pursue that thing, or blah, 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 whatever it was, but for a split second, I believed it, and I literally shut down, physically, my body went, like, tired, and then I, once I recognized what happened, I woke up and I was like, wait a minute, I have to listen to what my body says is a big okay. fat mess, you know, that's what's going to lead me. I've had that happen to me. Now getting to, you wait, just, wait, go, go wait, back wait. to the website for that. What's the website? Yeah, give us the what? web. Oh, that's cool, you guys. It's called one, uh, it's, it's, it's onetaste.us and it's just a whole thing about uh, orgasm. And it's, it's maybe not so much, I mean, I guess. Uh, the lesbian community can jump into it. Not necessarily. There are some gay men that do it too, but it's mostly. I think it would be a little more leaning towards the hetero. But it's it's one taste. It's one taste.us and it's orgasmic meditation. It's all about living in your bliss and and listening to your um, your body and following that thread of like what brings you that excited feeling in your life, that orgasmic sensation. The philosophy is amazing. The actors an actual practice, but the philosophy. 
is beautiful for everyone. It's for everyone. Everyone needs to learn to listen to their body. And when their body starts to shut down and get tired and depressed, there's something you're not listening to. When your body gets lit up and excited, that's a breadcrumb that's telling you that's something you're supposed to do. Like some people are like, I really wanted to do salsa classes, but I'm it's so silly for me at this age. I should do I shouldn't do it. And I'm like, oh my God, are you getting excited about that? Go do it. Go do it. I have an example right now. I am so so unhappy living in Pennsylvania. So depressed here. You have no idea because the people are not my kind of people. They're very prudent. They're very, very uh, Republican. They're very, very uh, uptight. They're very restricted. They're very old 1950 living. If you live in Bucks County where we live, it's like living in Long Island. Also anti-gay. (laughs) Anti-gay. So I'm not happy here. Every go. time I think about Tuesday boarding that plane for L.A., my pains go away. My happiness comes. I smile. You know what? I swear to God, I look in the mirror. I look younger and better. Very good. Well, that's following your orgasm. Okay, that's living an orgasm-based life is when you watch and notice your body. And when your body starts to shut down, those are big signs. You know, everybody has to listen because, you know, this is our life. Like when the Prince thing happened... What, ha- what I noticed and what I felt from the Prince thing, I, pl- I posted a long thing on my Facebook page. Make sure if you go to Facebook page, it's the Real EG Daily. Not, it's, it doesn't say Real EG Daily on those, but make sure it's a verified page or it says official. But what I posted about the, the, um, the Prince thing was that when Prince, when the fact that Prince is this amazing artist who's so brilliant and he lived a very, it seemed like he lived with a lot of integrity and he had a faith in something bigger and he was a true artist and he had total integrity to his art and he wasn't a slave to being manipulated by people. It seemed like he really was a beautiful man. And what happened for me when I, when I heard that he passed away because he's young, he's like close to my age, you know? And it's like, what I realized was like, that's a wake up call for us. Like that is, that is a Prince reminded me like every day we better find the fun and the beauty of our lives. Our lives are not just here to go to work, live where we're miserable, do the things we hate, waiting for the day when you can actually choose the thing you want. It's about choosing the thing you want today. It's about enjoying your day today, every day. Yeah, we do a little work every day, but every day, I say to myself, I didn't have enough fun today. I need to go have some fun. You know, years ago, we all went to Est. Est means now. And that's what it means. Do it now. Don't wait because tomorrow may not be here. Do it now and your your yesterday. Here's the theory. If you do it today, if you do it today, your your Yesterday will be better, therefore it will be a better it's a whole twisted thing tomorrow yeah. that shit. Well, that's right. Oh, because, yeah, because your desires, like you might get a crazy desire, but your desires right. are that lead you to a happier life. It's like follow your desires, even if it's crazy. Take a salsa class, go to the dance class. And I've heard women say, I think my husband's cheating. And I say, Really? They say, Yeah, but better her than me. Oh, God. And if you're in that kind of a marriage where you have to wish for some other woman to screw your husband for you, then I would suggest that you go and, and Hello. find why. Hello, because that's like that's not living vibrant and joyful. That's like no, compromising, settling, right? It's Ooh. terrible. It's it's a prison. It's a prison yeah. within within without walls. Yeah. How many women say that? Oh, tonight, Friday night. He loves to bang me on Friday night. I can't deal with it. Well, then do something about it. That's right. Say, how about Wednesday night? and Let's do it in the bathtub upside down. Go learn about orgasm meditation and practice that with your partner. Exactly. There's so many. many, That's why I think Jimmy and I will have a very successful relationship because the two of us are very intelligent, open, and honest. 
about everything that we do. And I tell him every little shit that bothers me, and he does the same to me. Wait, how long have you been together? We're married three years now, and we're together. Four years. Four years. That's awesome. It's a short time. I was with somebody for a long time. Yeah, I I was in a relationship for two and a half years, and I don't know why I was there was a lot of attraction. The chemistry was there, but my heart didn't feel like uh, safe. And, but I kept trying because I was confused by I was connected to this person and I felt attraction to this person. And then when my eyes started twitching all the time, I knew that I had to get out. You know what I mean? Like I literally was like, my eye is freaking twitching. <laughs> like no matter how much chemistry there was on that level, if it's not. <laughs> I've never heard that one. That's, That's a, a new good one. one though. I That's like a that. new one. <laughs> You're turning into a tomato right before my eye. Your face is all red. Anyway, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is like, you know, though the chemistry was there, it has to all be there. The friendship has to be there. The love, the caring, the kindness. It has to all be there. The gentle, you know, the flow of your energies. You have to be in alignment. If one person is high strung and crazy and, and volatile and nutty, then I don't know if that's going to work. Like I'm an easy, chill kind of person. Yeah, nutty. But it works because he's placid and quiet. And uh, Jimmy's very old for his age. Jimmy's not his age. Jimmy's 20 years older than he is. No, seriously. And yeah. I'm 30 years younger than I am. So it works. That's right. Well, some, that's what I mean. It has You have to be in alignment in somehow, and somehow some people can be total opposites, and that works. You know what I mean? But if one person is is um, nutty, crazy, nutty, and screamy, volatile, and the other person's shutting down, that's a bad sign. Well, the you know? other person I heard, you're, twitting, tw- you're uh, twitching up. Tweaking eye. Twitching. A very good friend of mine, and she's a f- pretty famous actress. I mean, yes. I'm not going to give her name. Uh, she was in a relationship with this woman that was a doctor. Yeah. And the doctor woman was intelligent and let this actress know that she was nothing but a stupid actress, who, by the way, was nominated for an Emmy, and blah, 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 blah. So she's telling me the story. She said, Ron, I get mad, she said, and I go on fire. My hair stands on end, she said, but this time my nipples began to burn. <laughs> she said, and when that happens, it's over. Well, I cried from that when I couldn't I couldn't I almost spit out the food. <laughs> That's awesome. How funny. When said, and when my nipples start to burn. <laughs> That's hilarious. I with the twitching eyes and now your story I could tell. I could use your name. Yeah, there you go. You could use it. I wanna like uh, I wanna turn it back into entertainment for a minute because like yeah. we have to talk about a couple I thought it was all entertainment. No, it you, is all entertainment, but I mean no specific no I mean specific yeah. entertainment because I, I, I have almost just to get mad at me. Yeah, I have a couple things that are coming out that I want to make sure that I share with you guys and everybody. Mothers Again, and daughters. Yeah. We have to do mothers and daughters. And daughters. Yeah, I was going to tell you about that. Make sure, first of all, repeat my, my Twitter and my Vine and my Instagram, Real EG Daily. Make sure you guys go click on there right now. But what I will say is, yeah, and I post a lot of the stuff that I'm up to on all those. So um, what I would say is like a mothers and daughters is this beautiful mother about, I think it's coming out in in May, I think it's coming out in May, so keep your eyes open for that. It's got Sharon Stone, Susan Sarandon, um, uh, Christina Ricci, myself. There's a lot of really good people in this movie. I have a couple songs. What? Selma Blair, Courtney Cox, Paul Wesley for all you Vampire Diaries fans, Mira Sorvino, Ashanti for all you music fans. Uh, Stellar cast. This is a stellar cast. Yeah, so I've got a really cool little role. I play uh, Mama Quinn, who plays the mother of this actor named Luke Luke Mitt Wilson, who's this real handsome younger actor. I think he's been on those vampire things. So I play his mom in this one one little part. And I also have two great songs in the movie, which is really cool. One that I I produced both of them and 
uh, I sing one and my other one, my daughter actually is the singer on, we produced that song for her. So that's really cool. And then Sex Head in 31 Rob Zombie's movie, which is really a fun role. I wanted to show you a picture of it just because why not? Okay, hold on. This is me in the new Rob Zombie movie. Can you see that? Yeah, that's freaking awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, it's really cool. I have a really fun part. A badass character. And then, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, do you have, do you have like your own home recording studio? I have a booth, yeah. I have my own uh, home booth, but it's not like a full-on recording studio, but it's a little really cute booth, and I have like, um, you know, it's got everything I need, and I do a lot of my, I do some spots there actually, and I do a lot of my just voiceover reads and, you know, auditions, things here and that here. But I don't do like recording music and stuff. I just do my my demos uh, like on my phone. Would you you do me a favor, of course, if you remember? Yeah. If you have scenes with Courtney Cox, <clears throat> excuse me, tell her she's got to come on this show. Oh, okay. Well, so I'm the only one in the world that loves her. Nobody loves her but me. I love her. Oh, no. wow. I, I've seen her around for years. She's actually really sweet. But I will tell her that. I, don't, I'm not, I didn't do my scenes with her. I just did my – but I will – if I happen to see her at the rap party or the, the screening, I'll tell her. You don't have any scenes with her? No, I already shot my stuff. I didn't have scenes with her. It was a lot of vignettes. This movie has a lot of cameos, so none of us have like ongoing long parts. But I, I, I if I see her at the screening, I'll, I'll, I'll mention that to her. She is probably one of the most outrageous people I have ever yeah. seen on yeah. screen. Is she yeah. crazy in person like that when you work anytime with her? I've seen her? Anytime I've seen her, she seemed really cool. And, you know, she seemed really cool. So she's always outrageous. I actually, because uh, I was a celebrity clothing designer in the first Again, with the fucking cologne uh, design. I, times. I'm bringing it You to made me curse. Point. Now I I'm Radio is going to send me a the letter. The first famous person to ever wear any of my clothes was, was Courtney Dave, Cox. No, it was oh. David Arquette when he was married to Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. Was, David. And it was David. in People Magazine. That's awesome. Yeah, he's such an artist. Dave, now, uh, I, he's I, I want to get to you now. I have to do this delicately because women get insulted easily. All right. I know what year you were on Pee Wee. Uh huh. She wasn't on the TV show. She was in the movie. Oh, she wasn't on the TV show? No, she was Are you trying to ask age? I saw her. It's all over the internet. I have no shame about my age. I'm actually super proud of my age. Is that what you want to know? Because I know that you are way older than you look. You look about 22, 23. And it's way <laughs> okay, well, wait. Here, I have two daughters. One is 20 and one is 17. Let's go back. What? I have a daughter, Hunter Daly. Go look her up. The Hunter she's Daly on all her pages. Hunter Daly. She's my 20-year-old, and she's in college. And my other daughter is 17, Tyson Solomon. Go away. Tell us yeah. what creams you use, what soaps you use. <laughs> how many hours sleep do you get? It's you sex, orgasmic meditation. Oh. It's, you, it's orgasmic meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, folks, while I have an orgasm. And she has good dreams. You have great dreams. No, oh, actually, my God. You I'm are shocking. No, I'm 54. Yeah, no, I'm 54. Oh, bless you. Look at you. 50, you're an old broad. 54. Yeah, 54. Oh, you look 25 years younger Tell than what you are. Tell how old you are. Oh, how old do you think I am? You can't tell. Are you 50? 50. That's what I am. 50. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm 75. No, you look amazing. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? I'm 51. So, like, he looks my age. I'll be 76 (laughs) next month. You look amazing. That's amazing. My dad is 90. I'm sorry. My dad is 80. 
Six. Well, that's where you get it from. My dad looks like William Shatner. He looks like he's in his. Oh, uh, William Shatner's yeah. hot. Well, I'm. I'm. When I'm in California, <laughs> when we live there, I'm having work done. I've decided. I yeah. want. Yeah, I want these shits pulled up. These things here. I don't yeah. like them. And, and my double chin. When I lay back on the bed, you know, backwards with a mirror, I look fabulous. Everybody should do that. <laughs> That's why if you're old and you're banging some guy, don't go on top of him because your face falls forward and you look like a head. <laughs> lay awesome. your back and let him bang That's you. Really your- good. I haven't honestly, I can honestly say I've never had a facelift or any of that. But I have a little Botox here and there, which I think is great. But I haven't done anything major in my life yet but i will at some point because at some point yeah these gels are no fun but in the meantime uh i noticed there's a lot of really great procedures now that are not so invasive and people look beautiful with doing very little and they don't look all pulled and weird so i would say well find those doctors if you're going to get stuff done so I, I don't like what uh, what a, a few of my friends have done and they're very fat one is extremely famous she's on television every morning on a very big talk show and she went ahead and did that puppet look like Joan Rivers where they blow up the cheekbones yeah, she has a, a doll face that's wide I hate yeah. that oh she doesn't even look, and she was a pretty girl she didn't need it she's only 47 years old and it actually makes people look older you know you gotta be careful with that stuff little, I think little tweaks are great I mean I'm all about making your keeping yourself I do like whatever I can small little things to keep myself up and when I need to do something big I will because I think like it makes you feel good and so if you're gonna do some little things you know Make yourself feel good. Do it. But just be careful and pick good doctors that do good work and not the ones where you look pulled and weird and look old. I, oh, I call it John Rivers look. You know, yeah. I want the John Rivers look. Anyway, we'll do it. You know, men get it differently. There's a surgeon out there that I know of. Uh, he only does men. And he's done every big major movie, male movie oh, star. Right. There is. You look fantastic. So fantastic. Wait, wait, wait. Look. <laughs> Look at him. You need to get rid go. of these friggin' things. These I like, you date, I like that you dated younger. I tend to date younger, too. I've had, like, younger I boys. I picked him up, actually. Uh, I, I actually, He was walking in a mall, and I picked him up. And, oh, I tried to pick him up. He actually blew me off, but I saw him a couple times before he would talk to me. That's awesome. Jerk walks up to me and said, I'm just man. I think I'm gay. What made you even think I was gay? Well, he was wearing white pants with no underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and a white shirt and so, flip-flops. That, that made me yeah, was a, he looked gay. In L.A., nobody wears underwear. <laughs> Do they wear underwear in L.A. yet? In underwear? People, people are and getting not, not wearing bras. I kind of like not wearing bras sometimes. That makes me happy. We're not supposed to really wear bras all the time. But uh, underwear, oh, I wear it depending on my mood. Underwear with jeans? Nobody I know. I well, can tell you. Angelina, she's talking about men. Are you talking about men? No, Angelina Jule. Uh, Angie Voigt. Who grew up in my friggin' house never wore underwear with jeans. I know, but none that was like gr- when she was little. No, none of the jeans do. None of the <laughs> girls do. I mean, that, I other than the no, broads, they wear g-string panties. They wear yeah, g-string panties. Yeah, well, they wear g-string panties. Otherwise, yeah, you can't tell no. they're wearing, but they're really tiny. Like, want to see? Like this. Uh-oh, I, know, I know. Look at that, you guys. Yeah, you saw it only on the Jimmy Star Show. It's a show. slingshot. A slingshot. Well, that's what they are. That's what we wear. You guys just think we're not wearing panties. <laughs> no, but I mean, when I when I lived in California, no one wore uh, underwear, men or women. It was the hippie era, and you didn't wear anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wear bras or panties or any of that shit. Yeah. I gotta love it. So let's go back to music real quick. Let's go back okay. to music. Okay. I love the voice. Did you have a good time on the voice? The voice was, the voice was one of the greatest experiences of my career. 
I have to say, they, I felt like I was in a dream. Like, it was like, I've had a great career and I've had a lot of dance hits. I've had like Love in the Shadows and Say It, Say It, and Mind Never Matter. But there was something about being on that stage and the way they set it up. And it's so beautiful and professional. And you get your own set of stylists and they set up the clothing the way you, you pick the style that's your style. And they work with you and what you love and what you're all about. And they just, they just basically lift you up to, where, to what you love. And I just have nothing but gratitude for that show and how I felt while I was doing it. And they just, it was such a blast. And it was like being at music camp. And then I was like, there were kids there that were 15. And so I got to like have kids near me because I was missing my own kids. And I got to like hang out with the moms of the kids that were on, that were contestants. And then I was on the show. So I love that it didn't matter who I was and what my age was. It just mattered about my singing voice. So you guys could go look that up. It's on the voice. Just look up EG Daily singing breathe on the voice. And there's some links out there. But um, it was a really magical moment. You could see it in my face when I'm singing. It was just like I was like watching my, I was feeling myself going, what the hell? How did this happen? Like, how did in my, at my, this point in my career, I'm sitting here looking at Blake Shelton and CeeLo and Christina. And, and these are like, I've been doing this a long time, but yet I gave myself this opportunity to do this thing that was like a dream, you know, that would be like what you would dream about when you're young before you even have a career. So here I was doing it. It was really cool. Okay, because I got I, first of all, besides being a huge fan, we've had tons of the uh, people that are on the Voice actually on the show, and I also um, I actually my, my 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 day job is I work I'm I'm uh, head of the the urban and pop divisions of the Spectrum Music Group. We're the largest indie record label in the world, and so we you know we go after a lot of the people to sign them and um uh, and and distribute music and everything. So one thing I find really cool about you and your musical career because because you. You know, at the beginning of your career, you're basically known as a dance artist, and now yeah. um, I listened to every album on uh, that you had on iTunes last night to see the the progression and how, like, because everybody gets stuck. You know, a lot yeah. of people do one thing and then they get stuck. I'm really great friends with the girls from Expose. Yeah, really, really good friends. You know, and yeah. and I would love it if, with and Joya I would, Bruno. especially Joya, and I would love it if they would like put out you know some more like adult contemporary stuff but they're still doing the dance you know thing yeah. and, and you you've actually like really evolved and you've put well, out I just, that's because I just um, I write what I write I mean what comes to me is comes to me and I don't really have that belief. like some people are like well how would you identify yourself and I said as EG Daily I identify myself as an artist I don't I don't like put myself in a little hole and try to keep myself confined I listen to this okay I'm writing this beautiful song on piano today okay I'm writing this beautiful song on guitar and then what happens is I get songs and soundtracks that are different of different you know different types of songs because I don't limit myself but some people think you have to I'm not looking to get like um, like I am going to release though an EP soon with uh, the guy Michael J who I did Mind Over Matter with and I reconnected at a Grammy party and now we've cut like this batch of songs that are so good and some of them happen to be dance again and so I was like fantastic I'm gonna have a fun release another I, dance record releasing a vo uh, an album called like voices or something showing that you have you know it doesn't matter what it is you can do it like I'm a great singer I can do you know anything and here's what I can do so yeah. I love I think it's smart well too. when people say to me what do you do I said I am in I'm in entertainment and they say what what do you do in entertainment I said Everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's hosting, it's, you know. it's hosting, it's you being a voice for, for causes, it's, it's singing, it's acting, it's cartoon, it's all of it. Yeah, I do it all of it. We don't, I mean, I, I have been on radio, television, 
stage for years. I did uh, stand up uh, in drag. I, I performed as Jane Russell for years, awesome. years. Um, so I've done everything in the business. So how can you possibly give a menu or, or pigeonhole yourself? It's stupid. Well, that's what's beautiful about getting older is when you're young, they do want you to pigeonhole and no. tell everybody what your style is. But then at my age, I just do what I no. what I feel. And whatever I feel, there's somebody out there that's going to feel it too. I could walk in space boots, cowboy boots, and spike yeah. height heels. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so, there you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a song. I have a video out right now called um, – uh, somebody's loving you. It's this beautiful little country-ish kind of song that I released a video on, just because it's fun and it's beautiful. You could check it out. And then at the same on the same spectrum, recently I released a video called "Wait." That's edgy and very alternative sounding, and they're fun and they're like making movies and and I get to sing however my voice wants to sing. It's so awesome. Well, that's the that's the person that goes forever. The one that sticks to one thing burns out, disappears. Yeah. Um, any of the actors, let me think of all, all the people that I know many, many, I'm not bragging either, but I know so many of the old stars because I've been around forever. I was around when they were starting off. And yeah. the, the ones that's like, the, unfortunately, the gorgeous ones like Barbara Nichols, you don't know who she is, a platinum blonde, always plays a dizzy bitch in movies, fabulous actress, loved it to the death, yeah. burnt out because she got old. I mean, who wants to see an old platinum blonde? You know, she looked like an old yeah. bitch. You gotta, you do have to keep reinvent, reinvent, and and if you're again, if you're following your desires, your desires are always changing. Yeah, your desires are changing. Oh, I and then I've watched. Like I knew Betty Davis. I'm very proud wow. to say I was friends with Betty, and Betty went on forever because Betty just kept reinventing herself. Yeah, it's great. I'll give one more plug. I don't know what Balcony TV is, but I saw it. Awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah, Balcony. So Balcony TV is uh, LA. Was I have a lot of gratitude because that was the time when I told you I had just come out of this weird uh, depression where I wasn't really listening to my what I loved, and then I started to wake up and go, "Oh my gosh, I have to do what I love every day." And Balcony TV was the show that they asked me to do when I first started reconnecting back to my music after I hadn't for like a year. And I just, it's a, it's a really cool show. They do it all over the world. They do Balcony TV, London, Spain, Ireland, Germany. And I happen to now be one of the co-host, one of the hosts for that show. And I just basically bands come in from like Sweden or London or Australia or Los Angeles or Northern California and they're touring and they get to do one song acoustically and I interview them about the song and, and their singles or maybe they're releasing. I just interviewed Lifehouse pretty recently and that's one of my favorite bands. And they, we shoot the, my, the ones that I host mostly at my house, which is really great. So you go check that out, Balcony TVLA. And it's just, it's a really great um, medium for music and songs. And it's all really talented musicians. So it's just another thing that I do, Balcony TVLA. But I just want to make sure I remind everybody four things. Okay, go four check out. Buddy. Four things really importantly besides getting on go to egdaily.com and click on all my pages. But I'd say, you know, really daily Twitter, really daily line, really daily Instagram. I would say go get my my voiceover seminar, which is great if you're interested in voiceover on Amazon, and go get listen closely. My one woman autobiographical musical, it's super powerful. And most importantly is um uh, and go watch the movies, 31. I went off 31, mothers and daughters. Uh, and uh, what other things do I have coming out? Um, and then just most importantly, listen to your bliss and listen to your own voice tell you yep. what to do. That's the truth. You're a delight, a beauty, and if you see us in L.A., please say hello. 
I will. Thank you so much, you guys. Congratulations on every congratulations on everything that you guys going on. Everybody follow Real EG Daily on everything across the board. Make sure you see Mothers and Daughters next month when it comes out. And follow everything that she does. Y'all get to just listen. Yeah. My we website's great. My website, I post all the details. The, the whiskey gig coming up on the 22nd. Tickets are up and on sale. If you want to see me and Missing Persons, go buy your tickets today because it'll be sold out by the show, which is July 22nd at the Whiskey in L.A. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Say and, hi. And what's the website again? EG Daily. Daily.com has all my links and all my information and all the stuff. Yeah. Perfect. All You've right, been everybody, a terrific check out EGDaily.com. Thank you so much. Guest. Congrats. Say hi to your daughters. Bye, Congratulations. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Fabulous. She's nice. Yeah, she's these, these are the guests you want, the ones that talk and give information. Chad, wasn't that cool? Outstanding. I, I absolutely She's a it. busy little, and that broad looks fabulous. One hot mama. About 52 mama. years old. I thought she was like 22, 23 most. I actually love her. So, Chad, I want to play. I want to play the "Say It, Say It" video for everybody so they can hear. Because this is a song that put her on the map as a recording artist. It's fabulous. Can we put? Can we uh, get that one ready? Let's do it. All right, everybody. This is what made E.G. Daly on the map as a musician. She's done tons more, but this is the first one. It's called "Say It, Say It." You gotta love it. Here it goes. That summer, I rented a room in an old Victorian house. This would be your room. It's a single. Semi-single. It was appalling. Absolutely appalling. Charming. But before I could get out of there, she insisted I see her garden. Voila! That's my garden. Those are my camellias and my azaleas. That's my daughter. I want two prize for that. Rose, I beat that rose at the rose contest last year. I... I'll take this. You will? That's great. Well, we can offer you a congenial atmosphere and lots of intellectual stimulation. I need it.
There you go. Say it. Say it. That girl like she shoots him at the end. <laughs> she wants to. I love it. Everybody, that's EG Daily, you guys. She was a fabulous guest. Let's follow her at Real EG Daily on Twitter. It's D A I L Y. She was fabulous. And now Ron's got something to show everybody. Hello. He was on our show last week, and as promised, over. to the right. On my show. Here we go. And as promised. He sent us a autographed book. He signed it to Jim and Ron. Thank you for whatever. Let me see what he did. I read it correctly. To Jimmy and Ron, you are both true gentlemen. Thank you for your friendship best. Sean Kanan. From Sean Kanan. All right. Now, I haven't read the book from cover to cover in detail, but I was, we just received it when today? Yeah, this morning. This morning. But earlier, waiting for everybody to set up the show, I went through it and I read pieces of it. Let me tell you something. It's got a couple of recipes in here that are drop-dead fabulous that I'm going to cook myself, and I will tell you how they came out. As far as all the other stuff goes, I know all that stuff. I know politeness, how to set a table, how to do all that jazz to make my evening fabulous, my dinner party a success, and all the people that come thrilled and happy that they came. Um, if you have any problem with doing a dinner party or how do you say, what am I going to make or whatever, I would suggest that you get this book. It's called The Modern Gentleman Cooking and Entertaining with Shane Kanan. Sean. Sean. Shane. What did I say, Shane? Sean, yeah. Sean. Sean. I hate these names. What happened to Joe, Tony, Frank, and Louie from my neighborhood? I said, no, those names I know. Anyway, I really, I'm not doing this because I have to. He never asked me to do this. I'm doing this because me, I, Ron Russell, say get this book. You will get, you will benefit from it. Believe me, I can't wait to cook one thing in here, which is um, a, a orange mango French toast. Oh my God, I love mangoes. Also, you guys, if you want to get a copy of the book, you can go to Sean Kanan, the modern gentleman.com. It's only 20 bucks. He autographs it. It's a fantastic deal. He's a great guy. And if you're in New York tonight, we're going yes. to, Ron and I are leaving as soon as the show's over, and we are going to the New York Comedy Club at 241 East 24th Street in Manhattan at 9 p.m. Sean Cannon is doing his comedy stoop at the, at the Comedy Club. It's going to be a lot of fun, and then we're going to meet him, so we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun evening, so join us if you're in New York City and you're listening to this and you have nothing better to do. Come to the New York co co what is it? Comedy, New York Club? Comedy Club. New yes. York Comedy Club. They're all jealous in the chat room that we're getting to go. So Well, and you know, he's a nice guy and it's nice to meet him in person. We meet so many people on our show that we love meeting them in person. It makes it you know a lot nicer. Absolutely. Also, you guys, uh, hey, Chad. Go ahead, I kept get, it. get the Nick West single. We're going to play it real quick before the next guest comes on. But I just want to tell everybody, too, you guys, thanks so much for listening to the Jimmy Star Show. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Spreaker, Apple TV, Stitcher, iTunes, and on television. We're on Roku and YouTube. <laughs> and make sure if you want to listen to us live, you get the W4CY uh, app on um, iTunes for your phone, and you can listen to us live and all the other great shows on W4CY and anytime you want on your phone. In the meantime, Chad, you got Nick West? Can I just say one thing first? Yes. We're on the second half of our show. If you missed it the first half, uh, please don't send me fan mail in Russian or languages I don't understand. I can't get back to you with an answer, and I like to answer all of my email, my uh, fan mail, uh, because you could be saying drop dead jerk off, and I'm saying thank you so much for your lovely comments, because <laughs> I don't know what it says. So please, in English, and I will be happy to respond 
to your lovely compliments. All right, everybody. So this is Nick West, you guys. She's worked with Prince. She worked with all kinds of people. Um, she's got a brand new single, um, and the name of the song is My Relationship, and it features Orianti. You guys know her because she played with Michael Jackson and Big Sam, and the song's coming out at the end of May, and we want to debut it here on the Jimmy Star Show. So here it is, My Relationship. The name of the song is My Relationship, and I think it's coming out, I forgot, May 24th or something like that. 
It's fantastic. But it's available now on iTunes. You can pre-order it now. Ron's looking at the... At that, the that cookbook is fascinating. Only one thing in it I do not like. <laughs> octopus. Ugh. He's got octopus in there, and he pictures of the tentacles and the suction cups. Vomit. Ugh. Ugh. Octopus. And he, oh, Chad, Chad, I bet Chad eats octopus. I did, but I gave it up. I used to eat squid, or what do you call it, calamari? Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you ate octopusy. Mm. Oh, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I'm very good. I know. Don't forget, I was a stand-up for 100 years. You got to, like, love it. So, Chad. I, I, I live stand-up, and I, I talk normal now. I try to sound intelligent to people, and I'm funny. <laughs> Could you believe it? You actually no. become your occupation after a while. You know that. Hey, Chad, did our second guest try to call in at all during that time? Because I, I saw the little thing spinning. I see nothing. Okay. Nothing. Let me try to get him online. Uh, maybe let's try and call him. Okay. I see nothing. And see need, what we can do. He need her. Huh? What? Who's our guest? Huh? Well, Chad's calling him. Who's on first? Nothing. Huh? Who, who is it? A tweet. Oh, it's uh, uh, Jesse Blaze Snyder. And what does he do? He's a singer. Oh, young old. Um... 30 probably that's why i don't know him actually his dad is the lead singer of twisted sister one of the biggest oh i know twist, of all. i know twisted sister and he's Definitely. also a voiceover person like she is she's like he's in like all kinds of things oh. but he also one of my favorite things is he draws comic books <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> so he's badass yeah. so he's your guest you can have him i'll just talk a little bit he's he's fine this way i'll give you a chance to bore us all into tears yeah that's right make I'll, us all I'll fall bore, asleep i'll bore oh. everybody so we'll all fall. get ready, folks. Get Actually, your pillow. They said he's on tweeting. They said he's on Twitter tweeting, so he's gonna be standing by. Get your pillow, yeah. folks. He's a really cool guy, you guys. Jesse Snyder, you guys, and if you're following him on Twitter, he's at tweet Jesse. And we had him on the show several years ago when he was kind of like, you know, getting going. And now he's like blowing up all over the place. So it's really cool. You gotta love it. I think he's a. Uh, I think he's actually one of the top to rock commercial? people. What commercial? We don't do it again. We only did it for two weeks to, to see. I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, okay. I got Jesse, Jesse calling in right now. Okay. I don't see anything. We don't see Oh, there we go. We I go. see something, but I don't see it. Jesse. Jesse Blades. Jesse, can you hit the video icon? Yes. Let's see. Do you see me? Let's no, see. I don't see nope, you. We don't see you. Hold on. I'm working on it. <laughs> we don't see you. <laughs> That's Hmm, why isn't this working? It'd be like a little icon. There it we says, go. It said my video working. Let's it's see. Any minute. It's starting to come here. through now. We can like start to see you. It's so. coming to the sky. It's running to the clouds. It's taking a few minutes to get going. So we can Skype like bullshit sucks. for a minute. And then when you actually come on, we'll have to like do another one. But Look at Skype, how long it takes to bring an image in. I hate Skype. I have myself on a direct connection right now. Like I wired my garage just for your show. <laughs> There you go. So it should come in. It's spinning. Yeah. It hasn't made it yet. I'm surprised. I'm. I'm wondering if I have to like turn off my Wi-Fi to get the maximum benefit for this. Now it should work. You it sound should. different, dude. Like you're. You're like all grown up. The last time we had you on the show, you, you were grown up, but like a younger grown up. Because now you sound like so like like handsome and manly and like adult. Adult. I did. I did just get off the stage uh, maybe six hours ago. Uh, of the ultimate jam night um, at the Whiskey at Go-Go. They do it every Tuesday night. I've been the host for the past two weeks. And last night, uh, we did a Prince tribute, and I pulled out all the stops, and I sang Ring of Fire, and then I pretended like I was going to sing We're Not Going to Take It, and I surprised 
everybody by bringing my dad out and he sang we're not going to take it and then uh, we both got up and sang uh highway to hell and then there was a bunch of just killer musicians there that night doing a lot of great tributes to prince it was it was incredible i gotta figure out what's going on with my uh my camera here did we call you or did you call him us um i called you so maybe you want to you want to try call me maybe and uh, get a connection better Hang up and you try and call him and see if his video pops up. Did you know I went to the Whiskey A Go Go when it first opened? That's how old I am. That place has been around for a long time. Who'd you see? Who did I see back then? Oh dear God, who remember? Was somebody good? Big, big. Didn't you oh, it was Janis Joplin or something. I, what Janis Joplin? Oh yeah, she was still alive, and Janis was there. Mark, uh, 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 what's her name? Mom. Oh, I assume that you saw Janis while she was dead. She <laughs> big. Held up by strings <laughs> by her fellow musicians. <laughs> no, not Janis Joplin. I'm sorry. Not Janis Joplin. Jimmy said that. Now, you told me you saw Janis Joplin someplace before. Yeah, but not at the Whiskey oh, A Go-Go. Okay. I, I think I saw Ma Elliott there. Cass Mama Elliott. Cass. Mama okay. Cass Elliott there. I think I'm, yes, I remember the blonde. I, I You know, I don't remember. This was back in 1960, no, maybe 1962, one, maybe earlier, maybe 58, 59. Could have been eight, nine, he, yeah. he wouldn't have been born. Hang on. Hey, Chad. Oh, no, you weren't hang born. On. Hey, Chad. Chad yep. wasn't even around yet. Hey, Ch hey Chad. Should we let, let's let have him hang up and you call him back and see if that helps. Roger that. Good. All right. What year did this, the whiskey open? I don't know. I have no idea who I, I saw so many people in my life, Jimmy. Do I remember who I see? I definitely <laughs> don't think it's us, though, because we've got, got a whole bunch of bars, so it shouldn't be us. That's our people. That's our people's. They say to me, who's your favorite person you've ever interviewed? What the hell do I remember? Do I remember? I forget half of them. You know, it's so much work. This is work. This is not, uh, I, these are not my, um, I'm, not, I'm not fans of theirs, you know what I mean? Like Sophia Loren, I know. That I never forget. Chad, <clears throat> hey Chad, you got any advice? <laughs> there was two buttons. He called and it said uh, to... One was like the phone, right? One video, uh, and then on the back of it, it said "Join with video," and that's what I hit. And yep. I've got the video bar going. I was just, I was just using my camera a second ago, so I know it works. I'm confused. Let me reload my Skype because before, when my Skype was on, I couldn't find you guys, and I know I added you yesterday. So let me reload it again, and maybe make sure that that camera's not still open and in another program. Sounds good. I pretty much shut everything down. And Sounds you good. That, call us back. Okay, we'll do. All right, everybody. So Jesse Snyder's going to be coming back in the meantime. You got some inside listening. That's inside stuff. Normally, they play music when we do that sort of jazz, talking to people. Does anybody out there know when the Whiskey A Go Go opened? What year? I remember I was living out in Simi Valley at the time. I had a ranch believe it or not. And um, my daughter, Leslie, was little. She was only like six months old. Deirdre wasn't even born yet, so I don't know what year that was. Well, yeah, if I know, 1967. No, it's not. No. I have no idea. I, ha I have no, you know, my mind's burnt. Hey, Chad. Yo. Since this is taking some time, we're probably not going to be able to play his song when he's on. Why don't we play it ahead of time for people to hear uh, his new song while we're waiting for him to come on? And that way, that's a good um, idea. Uh, when he comes on, we can tell everybody. We just we can tell him we played it for everybody. The name of the song is Green. I got it. All right, everybody. This is the new Jesse Snyder Woo! song. The name of the song is Green. He's a fabulous rock star artist. Yeah. 
success I've been cast with all the power But I don't smile like the rest I don't wanna live forever I don't wanna die today But I was born into the strange skin Jesse Blaze Snyder. Do we have him on the line again, Chad, or no? Nope, still waiting. Okay, I see a little icon there. And and everybody, in case you thank you so much, guest Chinzia in the uh, chat room. She said it opened up in 1958 and then in 1964 on the Sunset Strip. And Chicago was in 1958 and on the Sunset Strip yeah, in 1964. 1964. And thank you, cousin. In 1964, that's she more like She got off of Wikipedia. It. You got to love it. Yeah, because we were living in Simi Valley at the time. We had a beautiful house on a lot of acreage, a ranch, because back then you could buy ranches. 
And, um, yeah, there was orange groves behind us. We had cattle running around. I had a favorite cow. I was a cowboy for like a year. I got bored with it, sold it, and moved to Are LA. Are you really a cowboy? Chad, have you ever yeah. been a cowboy? I was yeah! a cowboy. <laughs> I, I, I moved. When we moved to, when we moved to Simi Valley, I moved there to be a cowboy. Back in those days, the Simi Valley Freeway wasn't even built. And you had to go over mountains to get there from, from the city, from L.A. Actually, Chad, I just got a contact <clears throat> request on my computer for him, which shouldn't be coming to me. Nope. Um, I'm, right, try- I'm actually trying to call him right now. Let's okay, just, yeah, call like him back. Let's do the audio. We're wasting time. We're not wasting time. We're fine. Well, we won't have time to interview him if we bullshit now. Well, no, he's going to call him. Well, I got him right now. Is he showing up I'm on your screen? I'm up now, but I don't know why this friggin' video is not working. Everything's up to date. Doesn't make any sense. Just, right. just, oh, just let it sit there. You. Maybe it'll pop on. We'll have you back. Yeah, when, pop on. On. Let's get, when, let's... Things, when things screw up like this, we always have our guests back. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the whiskey opened in 64, and I was living in Simi Valley. I had a ranch there, and they didn't even have the Simi Valley freeway built yet. How do you like them apples? That's how long ago it was. Now, you're asking me, who do I... Did it, I'm going to have to ask my sister-in-law because she was with me, and we were a whole gang of us, and she's the only one alive. Okay, hold on. Let's do an <laughs> intro, everybody though. Else All, right, All right, everybody. So we want to welcome Jesse Blaze Snyder to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello and welcome, Jesse. Thank you very much, Jimmy. I appreciate it, brother. And let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Since you, last time you were on, I had a different crew. This, this guy's actually my husband. We're actually legally married, so Ron Russell's our cool, outrageous man about town. I'll screw anybody to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> we, anyway. Then we, we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Love the song. And Jesse, oh, if you're thank puzzled, you, brother. Appreciate it. And we if have I, a chat room full of people. If you're puzzled... We we cut into that because that's the vi- the stuff we use. Uh, we the the intro that. we just did. That's the intro. We, we always use. do that for our TV show and uh, right for our television. And show. we got a chat but room we full have of no people. Television that's show. okay. Say so we have a chat room full of people. So say hey to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. How you Jesse, doing? We definitely owe you a show. And we also just played the single Green because I knew we weren't going to have a lot of time when you called back, and I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure we could play it for everybody. So congratulations. Tell everybody like when is that song available? It's not available yet, right? No, actually, the, the whole EP, Blacklight District EP, is available on iTunes and Spotify and Pandora and like all that stuff. Um, so search for it. It's also available for free at blacklightdistrict.co. I couldn't afford the M, so it's just yeah. .co. Um, and um, I'm, I'm financing this whole thing myself. It's just like a little art project that I did. Uh, but um, I... I've written comic books for Marvel and for DC and, uh, you know, for Disney Pixar. And I, I, I know so many uh, great artists. So I just, you know, put together kind of an anthology book that was meant to be like comic book music videos for all of the songs. But, um, you know, it's hard to expect everybody to read and uh, have the engaged the experience on the Blacklight District website is really immersive because you have to read it and listen and uh, you're doing more work so it, you really feel everything more um, right, so like, the, explain, explain it a little bit okay so basically okay first of all you guys the website he's talking about is blacklightdistrict.co you go on there I think I saw at least three something about a comic book comes out every the 16th of every month yeah and, that's right 
And right. Uh, right now we've got if you if you know comic book artists, you know the second issue of our of our thing, which is green, is drawn by Jason Pearson, and we actually took his comic book that he drew to the song. So the song, the comic book that he drew, listening to the song, and you know he and I discussed you know its meaning beforehand, and um, you know but we took his comic book and we turned it into a, an animated music video, um, and then. All of them are kind of PSAs for, you know, modern social problems. Uh, green is a PSA for depression. And um, uh, the first one that we put out, Symptoms, was a PSA for getting money out of politics. Um, and, and all of the future ones will be the same. The next one's uh, called Manhattan. Uh, that comes out on the 16th. I love it. First of all, no, I, love I, it. I have to clear it up. You're doing the illustrations, correct? No, 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 no. I, I have. I am a writer of comic books. I have. You, you, there's no comic book without a script. It's just like any other media. Yeah, so like, TV and film and everything. So I write the scripts, and uh, I've worked with just incredible people. Jason Pearson is one of the greatest comic book uh, artists of all time. Uh, he created a book called Body Bags. Um, he also uh, is uh, very well known for. Um, tons of spider-man and batman covers and he, he does so much cover work because he's just uh, that caliber of an artist he's got a real unique style if you check out the video you'll see some of his work brought to life uh it's really something so you we so have the, uh, so the comic book though every comic book uh is going to be a, there's a, a song for every comic book that comes out then Yes, uh, the next one is uh, illustrated by uh, Phil Hester, who's a classic uh, artist and a great writer, a friend of mine, and uh, he agreed to do it. And I got Eric Larson, uh, the guy who created Savage Dragon, one of the image founders, to do the old school uh, coloring, like a 1940s, uh, 50s, 60s comic. Um, and um, They're all and, songs. Yeah, and the, but it's all, it's all done to the song. See, when I basically... I've been running into a wall, Jimmy. I mean, you, you know, you're 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 a fan uh, supporter for a while now, and I just keep kind of running into the same thing. I'm too complicated for the small-minded business people of the world, and um, they see me and they just want to try to like put me into something like make them Bon Jovi. I'm, I'm just I'm not that. I'm here to save the world. I'm gonna save the world with music. I mean, that's just that's that's it. I, everything I write is is you know. Uh, an experience that I've had as honestly as I can tell it to help somebody else know that they're not alone. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm a songwriter first and I've gone on a lot of performance shows and whatever else, but I've always been a songwriter, a writer. I tell stories and through music, I'm able to really get some emotion across. I chose comic books because I liked that the stakes were always so high. Um, you know, everything was about real absolutes and, uh, you know, you were, you were either saving somebody's life, you know, literally saving their universe or saving the actual universe, the planet or, you know, from being destroyed, everybody all at once, you know, those are some really high stakes. And I think that when you struggle with any sort of depression or anxiety or or just the average lulls that happen in life it's really easy to get kicked around by them and feel like you're the only one and you know get kind of small but everybody goes through this stuff and you know you just you just i think it's a it's important to 
get that expressed through music. And I thought that these comic book metaphors could do that. And um, as soon as we started working on it, 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 I think I was right. And uh, some of the most personal stuff I've ever written, even though I set out to write about like kind of science fiction ideas. Well, I have a name to throw at you. Sybil Danning. Do you know, know Sybil? No. She's in your business. She has a comic a strip, and she produces this comic book now. Sybil she's Danning. She's like a superhero. She's the superhero, Car uh, Sybil Danning. She's in all those movies you see. Uh, oh, cool. no, from a long time ago. She's yeah. like an older actress. Well, well, she's, yeah, but she's still famous in the... In the uh, she people, does a lot of horror movies. People and, rent and her films. I mean, she's very famous. Mm -hmm. uh, Sybil Danning, you would know a gorgeous platinum blonde, and we were talking about what it what it takes to do a comic strip, and my mouth fell open. I thought you just sit down, draw on a paper, write some words, and submit it. Blows like hell. <laughs> it's some work she does. Wow. Yeah, I, I I have to say, and I I don't um, no disrespect to any other um, writing fields, but I've written pretty much across the board at this point. And um, I think comic books are kind of the hardest uh, because they are <clears throat> basically you're constantly writing for a commercial. Uh, you know, the commercial is the page turn. The commercial is the beginning, the top left corner of the page and the bottom corner of the page. You know, literally in one spread, you have to be producing an entire like, you know, sort of concise idea or idea that moves you to the next page in a good way and the best writers are the ones who kind of get that structure and work with it really good um i think you know of comic, of comic book stuff but um yeah it's amazing I, you know i've been preaching uh to everybody to read comic books and what a great medium it was and how awesome it is and uh i think my point has been proven as uh as all the things that i love like Deadpool just became one of the biggest grossing movies of all time. I never thought that would happen. And I, no, we, I we didn't either. I loved it. Oh, I thought it was terrible. He didn't I, like it because he thought it was I too violent. Was, I loved it. I thought it was terrible. I downloaded it yesterday. You have a generational uh, comedic sensibility, I think, that, that goes that, you know, I had a certain bit of comedy that I didn't get recently. Um, that was like the Adventure Time kind of stuff, really abstract. My brothers loved it, and I just kind of had to watch it for a minute before I kind of like got it. But like, I, I think there's a generation. You know, each generation is trying to kind of go. Nah, that's not funny. This is funny, and uh, I think it's gotten kind of far away from you. I certainly didn't find it funny. And you have to remember one thing: comic books. When I was young kid, Superman, he Batman. Can't see you, so he doesn't know how old you are. Oh, okay. I, I'm not gonna I see you. I see him. Oh, you can see him, oh, because we can't oh, see you. Oh, you guys, you guys can't see me. And my, my camera just keeps going round and in a circle. <laughs> I see. I see it. Oh, oh, I see it. You can see this too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but... In my day, comic books was all about... Superman looked good in our day. So did Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman, you know, you can't whack off to her anymore because she looks different. She looks like a robot. In my day, Wonder Woman was like a sex thing. She was Marilyn Monroe. Kids used to pull off from, from looking at her in a comic book. But nowadays, the comic books have changed totally. Wow. I have never heard anybody... At, like say that directly but i mean what you're saying is yeah. supporting the the reality which is the reality is that that character was created by this basically this like bondage psychologist um and it's like it's a lot of weird male power fantasy she's got a lasso um everything uh, that she wants 
Yeah, she's got she's got cuffs. She's she's uh, braces around her wrists. It's it's a little kinky. It's told and those bazooms on her and, and you know well I used to look at the crotch of Superman and Batman and all those men to see if there was a bulge showing because I'm gay and of course there was never it was just a little drawn thing that would disappoint me but kids grow up that's all we had back in those days we didn't have any kind of pornography I mean if a kid got a hold of a little booklet that you would flip it the pages and they would move you know the cartoons would move it would be of some guy with its enormous penis you know ram ramming some chick it was not like today <laughs> i'm very honest today uh it's it's a whole new game uh, well here you know well, the great thing about comic books and uh, it's one of my favorite things is that it's a revisionist history so you know these men with these stupid power fantasies and they come up with all these ways to sell comics and on some level it works because it reaches out to some primal whatever you know and wonder woman sells but now these people like me read it and get into it over the years and we really it means something to us because we see the good in it and we want to bring that good out and every person who comes along like myself goes to marvel and dc with an idea of i want to show everybody the real hulk i want to show everybody the real deadpool you know you guys got him close but it's not quite because we see something in our journey and batman is as good as batman is in the comic books because of all of the wealth of brilliant writers who have left a little piece of themselves and their creativity and that's why he's gone from being kind of a weird you know whatever party favor to being meaningful because he meant something to some kid who grew up and then that kid figured out how to make it real did you let me ask you a question did you like ben affleck as batman i didn't watch it um man of steel made me really sad um uh basically have you seen the iron giant yes the cartoon yes the movie yes. the iron giant in the iron giant Hogarth teaches the Iron Giant how to be good by teaching him about Superman. And when I saw Man of Steel at the end of Man of Steel, and it really it makes me want to cry, I felt like Hogarth, and I was like, say it ain't so, Superman. Absolutely. There's a better way. You, you taught me there's a better way. What are you doing? Broke my heart. He's really we, crying. We, when I hated the last movie, how dare they make Batman kill Superman and they put him in a coffin and they bury him? I mean, what is that bullshit? They, they really are idiots in in how they are how they are treating the morality of all this. I mean, why Superman? He's a good they're try, guy. They're trying to compete, you know, with Marvel. And, and they're I, I, idiots. They can compete with Marvel by being true to themselves. Right. DC Comics is best when it's about legacy. It's best when there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of color and fucking majesty and honor and good shit going on. It's, 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 it's something that's honorable. It, it, it was it's because I think that the people... The people involved have a they they they're not idealists and they don't have a sense of hope and I don't know but they just don't get it they don't get what it means serve to destroy a child's fantasy by showing a hero punished and in a grave I mean I think it's horrific I would it, never I mean I if I had say in the matter I'd tell those people in person I, uh, just to make a fucking buck you went and trashed Superman? <laughs> All right. Yeah. We no, I, my, my daughter is named after Lois Lane. 
And I just heard about a scene that takes place in the new movie where they're in like a bathtub together and he hears like something going on down yeah. you know, the street and he doesn't go help them. And, and that diminishes Lois Lane. Lois Lane was a career-oriented woman in, in the 1940s. It just like ridiculous. You know, nobody was that. And she was rushing into peril every day to prove herself in a man's world. And that's why I named my daughter Lois Lois Lane and this fucking Lois Lane because of their super their weird Superman is a superficial Lois Lane. She's with Superman because he's a he's an alien sex robot who's really powerful and yay. Like no, Lois Lane that I chose liked Superman because he was pure and he he was good and she valued that. Yeah, but she liked him because his penis could go thrust at 40,000 miles an hour. 40,000 not how that's not how I saw it, but I imagine that was probably good too. That was an added bonus. He missed her and he hit the bathtub and put a hole I'm in it. I'm an altruist, so you know, I, I, I like to view things ra rather purely. No, I think bat listen, there's a great scene in this Batman uh I mean I'm sorry, in this Justice League versus Avengers uh comic book that they did a while back, where um Batman is like passing over a rooftop and all of a sudden he looks down and through the glass in the windows he sees the Punisher shooting all these mobsters and he just goes wait a second, blasts through the window, beats the shit out of this idiot with his stupid guns, killing everybody because he thinks that's the only way, and the Punisher gets arrested because Batman just freaking owned him. Because Batman's right, and right wins out in these... What you're supposed to do is the right person wins in the end. So Batman always beats the Punisher because the Punisher does it the wrong way. The people who do it the wrong way lose in the end. That's how it goes. It's karma. And I disapprove of Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman because it's just it's just it, it has no it does not believe in karma on any level. Well, the car the, car 100%. the karma will come to those who did it for the reason of money. I mean, they did it for money because oh, they absolutely. But it's but they could have made more money. That's what frustrates me. They could have done better. Well, they never squealed on Batman that he and Robin broke up because Robin is now going out with. <laughs> Robin's going out with Superman. <laughs> You're part of the problem. You're eroding the mythology. <laughs> <laughs> no, why, why shouldn't we have a gay superhero? Why, I why don't mind having a gay superhero. I why think it's just. I think it's appropriate to oh, organically do it. And there's plenty of gay superheroes. Well, you know, a North Star of the X Men is. A, it, it was a gay guy, and, and they were. They were. You know, they did it eloquently, and they've done it with a bunch of characters. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, but there's been a, a few that I thought have been done very, very well. What would happen if the public found out that, let's make say, Superman was gay? They'd hate him, and they'd be glad he's dead. So, you know, we can't do that. But yeah, I no, I mean, it's, 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 it, it is funny because I, I, I did a little demo with my friend uh, for this uh, radio thing the other day, and we basically came out as intellectually bisexual, you know, <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, it, it's just, it's a reasonable idea, but, you know, it's, it's to each his own, you know, people, people, people are, are attracted to who they're attracted to, you can't. Hang on. Wonder Woman comes from an island of all women, and the island is called Lesbo. So what is? <laughs> what is that? Oh, you Wonder Woman. It's not called Lesbo. It's called Themyscira. 
I thought it was called Lesbo. It's not called Lesbo. That's some everything. joke one of your gay friends told you. He was, he was, he's, he's making shit up. Right, hold on, you guys. Hey, Jesse, because we, we end in one minute. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to L.A. next week, and we'll be back, and we'll set up another time for the end of May, and we'll do a test Skype to bring you back to get your full 45 minutes so we can like really uh, have, have uh, a lot of fun. Have a lot you. of fun because uh, I love all this comic book stuff. I just want to tell everybody to make sure to check out Blacklight District. Co. Follow him at tweet Jesse. Check out jessysnyder.com. And dude, like I have to tell you, the single "Go with Me." I didn't realize you released so much music because, like, I had twisted last time you were on. But that song "Go with Me" is awesome. Thank you. Uh, real quick, I've been like putting things like on ESPN, Monday Night Football, college football, uh, movies. Like I've had multiple songs placed. I just haven't been promoting them. I just started putting all these things out. They are all great. I am a great songwriter, and I plan to be one of the great, most prolific songwriters of all time. So please give me your ear and uh, listen to my stuff. Uh, start oh, with Blacklight District. And you do Absolutely. me a favor. When you see your dad, thank him from me. For all the pleasure he's given me with his music. Oh, I will absolutely. I just saw him last night. It, it was it was awesome. I'll talk to him soon. I'm an old bag like your father. We're from the same cloth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so all right, so we got to go. Jesse, music. though, I'm going to email you when we get back from LA. We'll set up another date so we can play more music, continue the conversation. Everybody, check out uh, BlacklightDistrict.co and follow him at Tweet Jesse. And thank you so much, Jesse. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, always a pleasure, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. You're the best, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy uh, Jesse, I love uh, dishing with you. It's fun. <laughs> good, baby. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody in the chat room. Thanks Bye -bye. so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. -bye. Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't test me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself and known as Alfie, the one and only, the Turkish MC. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one and one Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.